Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast that reviews every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers masterpiece starring Andy Robinson and some big guy called Clint Eastwood. I'm your host, John, and as ever, I'm joined with Tim. Hi. And Trent. Hello. And Glyn. Hello. Thank you for coming back. We're also quickly joined, oh. sorry, I should say, by a giant vibrator in the back. You might be able to hear <laughs> yeah, occasionally. It's so, an industrial vibrator. Yeah. So, apologies. He speaks, of course, of the wood chipper that their neighbours are using. <sighs> there goes another body. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Minute two begins with that something blurry being revealed to be a rifle with a sniper. Yes. With a, yes, with a, with a suppressor. Oh, sorry. I'm not down with the lingo. <laughs> and then ends with a sun-glassed man walking past some blue deck chairs. Yes, indeed. What did you think about this minute, Glenn? I thought it was great. Like, full of excitement, Tim? Yeah. Yes. Clearly superior to the first minute. Like... <laughs> well, there's some rather tragic uh, events unfold. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was very tragic. Uh, did anyone happen to notice some of the names of the buildings from... Uh, so there was. The, I just noticed that the Columbus Tower. I think that the building they're actually in is the Columbus Tower because it was like to the left of the pool. Yeah. So there's like the the slow pan pan out from the pool, and then you see over the shoulder of the the dude with the rifle. I also noticed that the water is exceptionally blue in the pool, and I was like, that's got to be CG. That's clearly <laughs> computer graphics. <laughs> like. <laughs> I noticed on the right there was a building and it seemed to say Finks at the start of whatever the business yeah, was. Yeah, I picked that up too, yeah. yeah. Which is notable only because the, the writers of the film had the surname Fink. Boom, boom, picked and it, it up. it the same? same yeah, one? yep. Okay. Or did yeah. it have an E at the end, Finky? Oh, did it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I noticed that too. I noticed the pool, the pool only took up a small area of the roof. I uh, wonder if Hilton was a bit cash-strapped in those days before yeah, yeah. Paris um, <laughs> brought some yeah. money in. I also think that it's... um. It's actually compressed visually because I'm pretty sure the film was shot with Panavision mm-hmm. and probably if you, though the way those Panavision lenses work to give you the widescreen is that as something, as, as basically as something gets further away and it gets blurry, then it gets like more compressed. So you can see that in a lot of those old movies where things in the background look elongated because of the type of lens they're using. Yeah, I'm in there. Did you find convincing the um, the audio of the poor woman's gasping for breath after she shot? Yeah, I guess it seemed reasonably convincing. I've never heard a woman dying from getting <laughs> shot in a pool. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't really have a reference point. My know. first thought was, like, it looks a bit, like, overacting. But then, like you say, it's like, I don't really know what, what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, like, how, how do you act for, like, getting 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 shot while swimming? In a crochet yellow uh, swimsuit, yeah. 
back to the crocheting. Yeah, I'm just amazed by it. Like, I get, it, I guess it was just a thing in those days. It's also of a piece of uh, Shaggyo's cardigan. Sorry, yeah. Scorpio's cardigan. <laughs> yeah, or whoever exactly. this man is. Sorry, this yeah, other yeah. man. I, I just thought just occurred to me. Do you think that it, they chose a yellow swimsuit to sort of contrast with the the, the red of blood? The red yeah, blood, yeah, yeah and of possibly. course. If you listen to food marketing, it was probably to make us hungry. Yeah, because the <laughs> red whole and yellow. red and yellow thing. Yeah. In so the, yeah, in the, in the extremely blue water. Yeah, well, because it's the start <laughs> of the movie, and so they want you to eat all that popcorn. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I reckon that's yeah, that's that's what they were thinking. Yeah. Definitely. So Tim, of course, this is the first time we see the characteristic uh, red blood that we'll see in the rest you of know, this movie or the whole series. Re- rewatching it, I I actually. Um, was expecting the blood to look a bit more fake, but I think it it wasn't like bright red in the pool. It sort of came across as a, I wouldn't say like super realistic, but it did the job. Yeah, yeah it's also not a lot of it. No, there isn't. And in this it, movie, there's not a lot of blood really. Well, and it's just even the the gunshot because it's like if she's being shot with a rifle, it's like that just this whole thing with movies like bullets just go straight through people. Like they there's yeah. none of this like there they they go. Blasting back or anything like that. It's like it's you know, it wears nothing to a bullet. It's just ping straight through. So yeah, but I guess you know that how are they can. This is always the thing with movies, especially back in those days. Is you watch the whole movie and they can't go too hardcore. But like that would have been pretty gory for the day. But yeah. Like, of course, it's not realistic. It's like it probably shouldn't be. <laughs> like, it's been a long time since I've. In fact, I've only seen Bonnie and Clyde once uh, or twice. The shootout at the end. Yeah, Have you seen yeah, that yeah. recently, guys. Pretty is graphic. that? Is uh, it pretty not graphic? for a long time, but I do remember it being really. The sound was aggressive because it was just constant for you know a couple of minutes or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah. It felt like a few minutes. Yeah. The sound is well. They say that that's the whole thing with like Fight Club, with a lot of the scenes in Fight Club. That no, the thing about Fight Club is you, you don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they, but people talk about how let's not talk about that. How they 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 talk about how it's the sound that actually gets a lot of people, and it's actually not. There's a lot of bits that aren't that gruesome, and it's the sound that people that makes people feel like sick and stuff like that. So yeah. Now Trent, I the photography in this movies, I love it. Oh, it's amazing. It captures. It, I used to just it used to remind me of sort of glary days and whatnot. But I realise it captures a, a weird um, light that happens in the Northern Hemisphere. We don't get it really in Australia, maybe mid-morning and late afternoon sometimes. But, yeah, it's, it's a really glary, uh, sort of washes things out, colours out and whatever. Yeah, it looks yeah. amazing. I was going to, like, try and guess when they may have filmed this, but I think San Francisco's weather is pretty mild throughout the whole year. Yeah, right. So. But it's always got that wind. You can see Scorpio's hair. Even though uh, there's yes. a great, gorgeous sun, there's that wind. Well, yeah, I assume it was early in the morning. Most of those shoots like that are always super early in the morning where they want natural sunlight. So, John, um, did you go up to that building when you were in San Francisco? No. um, I'm sure even before September 11th, they were, you know... Security was tight. Keeping security. I didn't even attempt to go up there. I read some other blog posts. Did you say that's the Hilton? Uh, Hilton, no, I didn't even attempt it. Oh, I've right. read some posts as well that the the pool's closed, maybe in 2009 or 10, and now the they're growing vegetables up there ad hoc for the use in the kitchen of the Hilton. Oh, that's But nice. I, I'd love to have gone there. I went to San Francisco listeners um, recently for my honeymoon and talked the wife into visiting a lot of the locations. And those two locations would have been the that's a shame. piece de resistance, but... 
I didn't even tackle it. <laughs> but that, the, so where the pool was, that was actually the Columbus Tower. No, it was the Hilton, I think. It the, was actually oh, okay. Yeah, it's now the Hilton Chinatown. It's been branded. Mm. Yeah, the Columbus Tower. Just to point out, is the much of the building. I won't quote verbatim here, but is occupied by film studio American Zoetrope, which oh. is Francis Ford Coppola's yeah, company. Yeah. So, which would have been founded that year when they were, I'm assuming it was shot mostly in 1970 rather than 71. But yeah, it was about that year he started taking over that building. So, there you go. Bit maybe of, there would have been some film rushes from THX in there. Maybe it's been filmed earlier oh, yeah. in the yeah, earlier yeah. In the year before or so, where they used the the then as unbuilt BART rapid transit system, whatever it's called. Also a Kinney company production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, Lalo Schifrin to provide the music for that as well. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. It's only episode two and we're making references to episode one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, it's a pretty disturbing minute, isn't it, Glenn? I mean, it is. It's extremely sniper. disturbing. I mean, it's very shocking. You don't, I don't know if you'd ever seen a sniper or a killer in a movie before. They don't need to be near you, and you know. Yeah, I mean, by the time that no I saw warning. it, when I, by the time I saw Dirty Harry, I think I'd seen plenty of yes. of of sniper sniper ruffles in movies. But yeah, it's always. I mean, because the whole thing is just it's just so random. Like, who is this girl? What has he got to do with her? Like, why is this guy? And so it's just. Yeah, just seems to be some random girl and just decides to shoot her and it's like, what the... It's also significant because this is the only, Tim, actual murder we see Scorpio commit in the movie, isn't it? Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Everything else happens yeah. off screen as implied. Yep. Apart from yeah. his attempted murder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not to go all, uh, you know, social commentary here, but it was about eight, it came out about eight years after the JFK assassination, and yep. I mean, that was fresh, you know, they refer to it as being the, t- the day America lost its innocence, and um, not to, you know, mock that, but um, it's something that was fresh in a lot of people's minds, so it would have been very confronting just to see that shot through the barrel, or over the shoulder of the assassin, I imagine. Not to worry, Dirty Harry's on the case. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He will avenge you, hot girl in swimsuit. <laughs> so I guess when he, when he shows up, right. you, you don't necessarily know it's Dirty Harry. <laughs> like no, you you just see this guy in this grey suit, red vest. Yeah, yeah, A cheap well, off the off the shelf suit as we'll later. Yeah, yeah. About. You know, it looks dated, but it still looks kind of cool on him. <laughs> at least. Exactly. Yeah, he can he can rock it. I think if you're Clint Eastwood, you can. Well, Trent, we you know can some teachers it. at our school that wore wore that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Beyond us and other people. Oh, yeah, and does he have, like, the leather patches on the elbows? He does. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Like in The style. Simpsons, where Homer yeah, does yeah. it the wrong way around when he becomes the professor at the local school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always love how when you see him, yeah, so he enters through an exit door. Yeah. And... Doesn't even say thanks to the... the yeah, doesn't even say thanks to the dude officer, standing yeah. guard. In fact, the, the guy standing guard at the door looks like vaguely, vaguely surprised when he comes through. He's like, what the... F-? And, <laughs> and, then, um, and, and then if you also notice the door above the exit door... The, sorry, the, the, above the exit door, there's a light and it's still on. Mm. It's like, and it's clearly the middle of the day and it's like, what the hell, guys? This is why we have global warming because yeah. you left lights on on rooftops. <laughs> During the day, in, in their defence, that that might be like a law. You know, some uh, with like emergency exits, you always True. have to have yeah. these things 
illuminated yeah. and visible. Or in pools too, even if it's closed and fenced yeah. off, if there yeah. are lights, they're yeah. supposed to be on under the water. And Especially if it's a hotel. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Or helicopters, because it's on a rooftop. They've got to see the light there, maybe. Could have been a stormy day for all you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It could have still. I'm just like, you know, maybe have a motion detector or something, guys. Come on. <laughs> Think of sustainability. Uh, before we move on to uh, the sunglass detective entering, walking up the stairs, it might be a good time to point out that this is the first time in the movie we really, the only time we see many close-up shots. Yeah, true. Um, people have pointed out that Siegel and the cinematographer Bruce Surtees give it sort of documentary-style filming um, in this movie and that there's not many close-ups Generally, they're all sort of medium shots, and he's establishing shots. He loves them later on, we'll see, of the Hall of Justice. And that there's no... Yeah, so there's... Obviously, the nature of the scene, we have to have the view through the... What's it called again? Not sniper, or the... The suppressor. Through the suppressor view is one of the few uh, establishing shots we get. Later on, we'll see Scorpio's highlighted eyes in Kizar Stadium when he sees Harry come in, but... Oh, yeah, and that's almost like key lighting-like. Yeah. Mm. Like old-school Star Trek kind of stuff. That's right. And it's a bit of contrast to Clint's, the Sergio Leone uh, close-up. It's yeah, not like yeah. that at all. It doesn't linger. With the suppressor, the, the, you were saying before that it suppresses the sound a little bit. Yeah. Does it suppress the, the kickback? Because he no, doesn't no. look like he's... Yeah, the, no, he just, not at all. <laughs> yeah, but it's, 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 it's the kickbacks... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's all sound related. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, surely he's, probably, he's, he's acting. I mean, for a lot of those movies now, especially where they... Even the muzzle flash and everything is all CG, so they've got to be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that thing people talking about. Like, I know that we're not a Star Wars podcast, but have you seen that GIF of the, the of Lauren Dern shooting a laser gun, and you can Lost see it, her like going pew pew with her mouth, like as she's shooting the laser gun. And apparently, that was a, a thing that like where a lot of people that that when they start doing the 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 the, the battles with the sabers. <laughs> You've got to like tell them like the actors like vroom, vroom. it's like shut up and it's like you and stop it like <laughs> so yeah yeah but I no I didn't the kick I I just assumed that yeah that was just a yeah but who knows once again the great music you hear the um, electric piano yeah I was thinking no I was thinking to the tumblers or whatever the Indian blah, 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 over the drums the tumblers oh, the tumbler. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's quite effective. Hey, this thought just occurred to me, like, so Scorpio, we don't ever really learn much about him, but he knows how to use a sniper rifle, so, like, does that hint at some sort of military background? Yeah, yeah. there's a scene later on in North Beach, we'll get to soon if this podcast is successful, where you saw him, he looks down at his shoes, and they look like black black military shoes with white shoelaces, though, yeah, right. instead of rubbing it when he, re- he tears the newspaper. Yeah, right. He's Maybe. certainly well-versed with, yeah. I mean, he could be a failed... Like someone who wanted to join the army, but really didn't have the stuff, like isn't yeah. kind of fit and strong enough. But, you know, you can still, don't forget, it's America. You can learn how to shoot if you want to learn how to shoot. Like if you want to go to a shooting range and yeah. practice with your sniper rifle. In the novelization, um, they have Clint as a former Marine, but, you know, in his youth and has now been on the force for 20 years or whatever. So okay. it's intimated in the background. That, that makes sense. I mean, the real Clint Eastwood was in the army in some Capacity. He wanted. Yeah, he was a lifeguard coach at the, <laughs> the military, and missed, his numbers never came up to go to. Interesting. Korea. Enough about the Scorpio character. It was originally written for and cast with uh, Audie Murphy, who was a decorated uh, 
World War II veteran who made a number of films and he died I think in 1971 not long after it was released but um, he was known as a, a World War II veteran so I wonder you know the original character would have I think he was meant to be a veteran who'd gone a bit nutso yeah but um, it changes the character because he would have been in his mid 40s as opposed to Scorpio, sorry, is um, is uh, obviously in his twenties or something like that. That's right. Yeah, and, well, and he's kind of sniveling, Scorpio. Yeah, like he's not. He's, he's clearly capable, name. but he's not sort of calm and collected, and mm. and so yeah, I don't know about him really being a vet because he doesn't seem to have the like the calmness. Yeah, like he's he's all sort of all over the place. But I guess he's proficient. Could be a four F. As we'll discuss, there's meant there were four or five versions of this script done by the original Finks, really? and then okay. Malik, and then John Milius, and all these assorted characters. Wait, Terence Malik. Yeah, we'll hear about that in later minutes. So, in the novelisation, they posit that Scorpio is recently escaped from a mental asylum. He killed his parents with a sniper rifle as well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's all these conflicting backgrounds, but that's all well in the future. Well, because the character originally was based off the what did the Zodiac killer, right? That's what yeah. I heard. Mm. That was part of the influence. With the mixture of the Walt Whitmans and yeah, yeah. Peter Manson and stuff. But I don't think the Zodiac ever used a sniper rifle. No, no, he definitely did not. But I think the whole, like, the sending the, the messages to the police and, like, taunting yeah. the police, that was based off Zodiac. And he threatened to hijack or shoot kids in a bus or something. Yeah, yeah, charming. But Tim's yeah. the real Zodiac scholar, aren't you? <laughs> Fincher man. More like a morbid curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the movie, Fincher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I've only seen it once. I lo- yeah, I thought it was all right. I- Just all right. You have to convince me over 97 <laughs> more minutes, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for this minute. I just noticed um, when Clint comes up to the end of the stairs up to the pool, it looks like he's going to say his trademark line, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. Doesn't. <laughs> it He's totally does. Looking for words, but he can't find them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got our first title card. Oh, yes. Clint, Clint Eastwood on the screen in yellow font. Um, I think there's a bit of black bordering. But most interesting, yeah. the person who put that uh, lettering together was very cautious because I don't know if you've ever seen Clint where the C and the L are pushed really close. <laughs> Sorry, the L and the I are pushed really <laughs> close together. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I dodged a curveball yeah. there. Yeah, and the the dirty's in red, isn't it? Is it? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. On the yeah. VHS, they always looked a bit like faint to me, obviously, because the yeah. contrast with yeah. yellow. I don't know why they. Wait, are we are we on the second minute? To do has that, has that that's, come that's up yet? That's the next. Oh, that's that's the next minute. You broke the rules, <laughs> man. <laughs> but see, the, the thing is, whenever I see Clint Eastwood, the name now written down, it reminds me of Back to the Future Three, how he accidentally gives his name as Eastwood. I just love hearing like oh, Biff talk no about it. there's no accident about it. Yeah, yeah. But I just love all <laughs> Biff talking about, it's between me and Eastwood. I and I just love that kind of stuff. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before I saw Dirty Harry in that, that film and TV class, that was the first exposure. I said, oh, that's the same name as Marty J. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just said, he's so imitated. And the thing that always wondered me is like in his later movies, you can see he's got this, because he's scowling all the time. He's got this like permanent line in in like the, he's in the top of his nose, and I just wondered like at what point did that become permanent? Cause he's just <laughs> constantly doing this all the time. And there's, a, there's a quote on the extra on the DVD uh, from John Milius saying that Clint told him, you know, I I don't say words too good, but I stare I stare really well. He does. <laughs> he's great at staring. He's also good at writing romantic love songs. 
Check that if you don't believe me. Mm. <laughs> Check it out, listeners. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for minute two of Dirty Harry Minute. Thank you for joining me, Tim. Thank you. Trent. Thank you, John. Glenn. Thank you very much. Will you all return? Of course. Gladly. Absolutely. Say goodbye. Dirty Harry, Harry Minute. minute.